0: I hope you enjoyed the first part of the podcast with dave and jake um next we bring on joe gentile who's really really good at uh identifying uh post 600 to the deep deep sleepers post 600 adp so we brought him on and i i thought it was really good i actually didn't want to even share some of this it was so good um but first uh, a little read from one of my, pla- my one of my favorite places to shop um Lids is the, is the leader and number one destination for hats, gear, and everything that moves you, making it the perfect uh, shop for fans to find official Atlanta Braves World Series champs merchandise and gear. Snag a new licensed World Series championships hat, um, Braves locker room shirts, and more championship gear to add to your collection. Represent your team, your town, and your style with a snapback, adjustable, fitted hat, or beanie from thousands of college and pro teams. Browse the very latest sports jerseys and t-shirts for the best teams out there. Lids has officially licensed professionals in college sports, te- uh, sports team apparel and hats featuring the hottest brands and trends. Shop online or visit one of their hundreds of stores across the country. Please enjoy. Why don't we just start? So, Dave, who's a, who's a, who's a guy that you're taking after Pick 600? So, after round forty, it's a sleeper.
1: Okay, I'll, I'm going to go with the guy that we took in, the, actually, I think, like the second and last round. So, really, really late. Um, and that's uh, uh, Greg Allen. And I i think in a DC, as you said, Zach, on uh, which pod was that? Bubba's, I can't remember. No, it was probably draft champions. I think it was with uh, Phil. Yeah. Um, when you were talking about how you know there's times late in the season where the only thing that can move the needle is something like getting st- like getting a steal or two can move, like, you can move the needle way more with a couple steals then you can't like it takes a lot to gain usually and like runs rbi even homers at certain points uh yeah so greg allen the thing is he comes from the indian system and uh ben charrington the guy who's the gm of the pirates you know came from our system and they're very familiar with greg allen there and i i mean he could easily end up getting a lot of playing time there and i think uh he can he can run uh they have nothing to lose like why not just let him go wild and he's not as bad as people think like he's definitely not like a legitimately good hitter, but he makes enough contacts where he's, he's not a guy who I'm, I'm concerned is just going to get sent down for no reason. Like I think he'll at the very least be a pinch hitter, but I think he could be, a, end up being more. And they're talking about him as a legit starting option there. So uh, I think you could do a lot worse uh, with your, one of your last couple picks in the DC. All
0: right. Jake, do you have anyone? Jake's is this known is kind for of just prep work, a, work
1: coming in. Well, yeah.
2: I mean, when I, when I looked at the show notes, like 20 minutes before we started, <laughs> uh I'm, I'm a dart that i've been throwing is at griffin canning uh i know obviously we are not injury guys and he's you know fractured back and all kinds of random crap the last couple years he was a
1: prp guy last year uh, too, so it could yeah, very end up, well yeah end up well end up with TJ. it very well
2: could um yeah. but in a dc you're not getting a lot of guys that have the potential to throw you 100 120 innings uh post pick you know 500 600 so you know getting him at 627 sprinkling him in a couple of dc's here and there i think that's a good shot to take it's it's still a guy that was a top or, uh, an upper level prospect uh, the angels gave him run in the majors for a couple of years before the injuries last year and th- they're a team that likes to use six man rotations so there very well could be room for him as soon as he shows that that he's up for pitching again i mean he's he's supposed to be back from the surgery uh, there's, there's a lot of competition at the back end of that rotation. I mean, you got Detmers in there as well. Um, but the, the majority of the other guys are not uh, ones that they've given a ton of major league run to so far. So I, I feel like they'll go back to him if he shows that he's healthy. So that's that's a stab I like to take.
1: Awesome.
3: Let's throw Riley Adams out there.
0: Catcher for Washington.
3: Catcher for Washington. I just uh, – he can hit. Um, just going back to his Blue Jays days and we we gave him to Washington for old Brad Hand there. Um, yeah, he can hit. I don't trust uh, Kybert Ruiz. I know as an offensive catcher and prospect and whatever, he's very talented and he showed out in his short sample, but I don't trust that to stick as a kid handling a big league rotation full-time. I think uh, Adams could find his way into some some at bats. That's fair. That's a
0: that's a decent fourth catcher. I don't know um, too much about Adam's defensive um, prowess. Is he is he better than Ruiz? I think he's
3: I think he's solid. I don't think he's like amazing or anything like that. I think that's probably why the Jays gave him away. But he can definitely hit. His, okay. his
1: fan Fangraphs defense rating is negative 4.5 for what's worth but I don't know what that yeah, I don't know
3: what that means.
1: That's 120 plate appearances too, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt.
3: How many like how many did Kybert have? Like they probably had the same amount of plate appearances. I
0: don't know, I'd, um, I'd have to check that.
3: Kybert it, it, had
0: 96.
3: Yeah, it's just like the way I see that, it's just it's a super young battery. Like I could easily see them swing it. Um, who knows? It could be. It could all go to shit when Washington decide they need to sign someone in the spring, and they, you know.
1: I think uh, I think Kyber played like two thirds of the games, or started two thirds of the games from uh, from the time he was acquired. So I think most people are just assuming it's going to continue on that two thirds, one third kind of trend. But yeah, I, I mean, you never know if he starts struggling or I don't know.
3: Weird thing too that they did at the end of the year last year, and it could have just been because Washington were totally tanking was they were playing Riley Adams at first base, I think, against lefties.
2: Huh. Yeah. I think they're going to sit Bell a lot this year?
3: I have no idea. I Like, I'm just talking, like, 44th round, fourth catcher dart. Like, mm-hmm. if there's an NLDH, too, like, maybe he gets in the lineup, like, four times a week, and it's against lefties, and you know, you know, on your Friday lineup change, you can throw him in there. That's fair. Yeah. All right, I so just,
0: I'll I'll throw in one of mine just because I've already said all mine to. I've already said them all on Streamers Podcast. I'll just throw in um, Ryan Noda on the Dodgers. Um, XJ um, high walk rate, fifteen point six last year, twenty nine dongs in Double A. Muncie's arm is falling off, and I asked James Anderson about him, and he didn't hate it. So, what's the name? uh, Ryan Noda, N O D A. Uh, first base. No, that is okay. You don't know I that?
1: Do, I I do not know
0: Noda. <laughs> Noda, like yeah, if the, he's a guy that's been around the minors for long enough, that if he, it's time for him to get a chance. It's just a matter of if he's good enough. And uh, he's got he's got a good play discipline. Could be
3: something. Did he go over there with Stripling? I'm not sure. In the Stripling trade.
1: Hmm.
3: I am not sure. It was like Ke- Kendall Williams and some shit. I don't know. He might have been the shit. But, yeah, guys got pop, I think.
1: I drafted him Yeah, once. 29 homers last year in the minors, 475 plate appearances. Uh, he does strike out a good amount, but uh, he does walk a lot too. Yep. So,
0: yeah. So. Yeah, Joe, know. can you hear us yet? Yep, I'm here. Oh, hey, Joe. How do you, uh, I'm sorry if I don't say your uh, last name correctly. Je- is it Gentile or gen- Gentile? Gentile, correct. Gentile, Perfect. All right, just well, how do you do perfect it, after the Jews category, Zach. Yeah, we just, <laughs> we just played Jeopardy, um, and yeah, that was a category. We're just...
4: Gentile I, or Jews? <laughs> I, ironically, I just came from my sister's wedding, and she just converted to Judaism. So, oh my god! Wow,
0: <laughs> what's, you what's, her, name, what's your new, What's your new last name?
4: Uh, Christensen. Man, Rosenthal. I, I can't even pronounce it. Manashevitz. Yeah. Something like that.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on on short notice. And we were, um, we were all there's all this talk about these post 600 guys sleepers, and everyone's everyone wants to know about them because it's draft champion season. I just went on Simeone's podcast, I unloaded all the ones I sent you, Joe. But like, honestly, you're like the guy that I would go to for like the really like, deep dives. Like, you're the I think you're the best guy. So I asked you to come on. I appreciate and, it and hit us up with some stuff.
4: Okay. Um, so I sent you a list. Anyone in particular you want me to talk about or you want me to
2: just hop in? Just hop in and go, go nuts. That,
0: Where's that, list? I know the list? The
2: list. If he see. shares it, you're not going to be able to see anything else.
1: We'll put it in the show notes so we can all see it.
2: Okay. Yeah, talk about Zach Rex.
4: Zach. Oh, dude, that Zach
0: that Rex, is, that was on the list.
4: He is one of my favorite uh, possible breakout candidates that could come out of nowhere. The dude has just been, he just has an interesting story. First of all, he almost quit baseball his senior year of college but someone convinced him to keep playing, and he kind of fell in the draft because he was so old, but he's got some real raw power and some real bat-to-ball skills. You know, he kind of reminds me of Jarrett Walsh right before he came up in the majors. Um, He's going to have a great bat pit. He's got raw power. The question is, how much is he going to strike out? He's playing for Texas, though, right now and i was looking at texas outfield with cole calhoun nick solak and who's the other one nick solak cole calhoun and adolis garcia i would not be surprised if all three of those guys are not even starting in the outfield come three months into the season so i think if rex is hitting as well as he did last year in the minors i could see him uh Taking that starting spot in Texas and really hopping off.
3: How is he with the glove?
4: That I I don't believe he's great with the glove, but you could probably just put him in left field and let someone. You know, if you put like Tavares in center, then he could probably cover more ground for Rex. Um, that way, it can count.
0: I like that call. You were, I I heard you talk about him or I saw you talk about him. Um in the past and i've picked him up in some dynasty leagues because of you
4: yeah yeah i mean he i believe when he got drafted i said uh he had 20 home run potential he was just hitting the ball on the ground too much and then the next year all of a sudden he just starts putting it in the air and puts up like 30 home runs or something crazy
3: cool. yo where's this list i gotta see this list i said i, I
0: copied it to you guys on twitter so i sent it to oh chat. it's
3: on twitter
2: so th- this is this is too deep for my repertoire. So this is a guy that I'm learning about now. I mean the, the, right, the Joe, roadblock be of being on the forty is is gone. So that's good.
0: Keep going. Yeah. You got to catch up, Joe. We already we already uh, shot off a couple names.
4: Oh right. man. So we got Dave here. So he might like these two guys, or he might hate being a Cleveland. Fan. Um, George Valera and Daniel Johnson. Um, oh, Danny. I saw something on Twitter today, actually. And projection systems aren't great for prospects, but I believe like in 2023, 2024, George Valera is projected to have the highest WOBA out of any prospect right now. Um, I feel like he's kind of been forgotten because, you know, as prospects, as they get older, I just feel like some guys just get forgotten and left. And I think we know Cleveland's outfield is uh, not great. What about my (laughs) <laughs> hey he he can uh he can walk and he's decent with the glove and that's about it makes
1: a lot of contact
4: yeah any he, and he's cheap which is wise with cleveland
1: <laughs> um, he's not going anywhere he's gonna start in center field the whole year there's no question in my mind about that i really do think he might actually start in center
4: field but like bradley I Viner, said right?
1: that in different tones dave was like
0: he's definitely <laughs> starting in center field and then, and then uh, joe's like yeah, there's a chance
1: he might. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> who who else do you think would start in center field? Center field? No, I don't think. I think.
4: Uh, I mean, who else do you guys have? Bradley Zimmer, but no. I don't think. He's... I don't
2: know if I have ever. Heard Dave an think... in inquisitive inflection with his voice at all. It's always very authoritative. <laughs> Get
1: out <of> here. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I, this is Zimmer's
4: last chance, and honestly, I don't know if. Uh, nah. He's gonna stick around long. So we're not
1: we're not believers. He's old so, too, man. I mean, yeah.
4: I mean, so there there's a spot open. I think Daniel Johnson is more interesting than Zimmer. Um, back in 2019, I think Daniel Johnson had the third highest recorded exit velocity of anyone in the minors, and uh, he's got some speed. It's just again a question of the swing and miss. But hmm. if he's replacing Bradley Zimmer, how much more swing and miss could he have? Good yeah, point. he, he has
2: the ball- brought up. He- he keeps falling on his face, and they even—I mean—he's even been jettisoned off the forty. I—I I love him. I keep just, waiting on him, and they're not
1: giving him much of a chance. Yeah, they I don't keep think, I don't think they're really interested. And then, like last year, he had two twenty-two in the minors, and I think. I think he's pretty much done with us. I, I don't expect to see Johnson with, uh, up with the uh, Guardians. I, the I thought here.
2: the tools were going to translate to something. and they just We, were,
1: we liked him last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the guy who was yeah.
2: drafting in these
0: drafting holds last year. And yep. he's just like, yep. I, I, to be honest, I just completely forgot about him. He's just off my
1: radar right now.
2: Because they, I think they, yeah. I mean, they designated him. So, you know, they he's
3: really? down in triple, yeah.
1: Yeah, they put him down in triple A.
3: He went yeah. unclaimed, didn't he? Yeah, well, did. He, that's why we, yeah, yeah that's why we still so. have them yeah
1: yeah yep. i don't think they have any interest in, in playing him honestly yeah well, i can't believe nobody took
2: a shot i mean he's got I, tools
1: yeah he's like 25 right 26 mm. it's not that bad yeah 26 yeah
4: i i mean i i believe he had the same max exit velocity as uh joe adele
0: wow so, where do you yeah. find the max exit on minor league players yeah that's a good question
4: Fangraphs, uh, go to Prospects, and then I believe it's the board, and then you have to... Oh, there's
2: uh, a leaderboard. Yeah,
4: and then you have to go to Position. Mm-hmm. They haven't released the hard hit rates for last year, but they still have the max ex- if exit you losses. Posi-
0: If you go to Position?
4: Uh, yeah, Position players, so I'm on Fangraphs right now, I can oh. tell you. Prospects, the board with the exclamation mark. Yep, I'm there. And then if you go to Scouting, scouting position. position, it should pop up.
0: Oh, there it is, but uh, it, it, all, it, all, oh, it only has it on certain players.
4: Yeah, yeah, okay. and they, they used to have hard hit and average, as you can see, but I don't know if they're going to add that or not this year, but
1: – It's very it's, incomplete, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's been helpful in finding, like, uh, the Jarrett Walsh's and stuff because, you know
1: – Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah,
0: I was big on Jared Walsh last year. That's probably one of my, one of my better calls. Um, yeah. I'll throw out another one here that I, I I'm just repeating the ones I went I said on Mike's uh, podcast. But I'll throw out um, Michael Stefanik on the Angels. Um, Fletcher had a OPS of 6.22, not good. Um, 70 wRC plus. Um, Stefanik had 16 homers, six steals, and about 460 plate appearances. Hit 334 with only a 13.5 percent K rate.
1: I, I don't know who that is, so I didn't know, but I didn't
0: know who, who that was until recently. But um, <laughs> um, there's a couple of guys the Angels have that are kind of interesting, um, especially with Rendon's injury history, and then just kind of a weaker middle
3: infield. Somebody the thing about Stefanik is he's not on the forty man, and they've got that other kid, Brandon Davis. Is his name Brandon Davis? Brandon,
0: yeah, Brandon. Brandon
3: Davis. Davis. Yeah. Brandon
0: is on the Cubs. Yeah, Brent Brandon Rendon with an O N at the end is um, yeah. on the Angels.
3: And he is on the 40 man and they're very similar, like gadgety infielder types. Yeah. So I, I think Davis would get the shot first, but.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
3: Think... In that ob- obnoxious exercise and torture that I was telling you guys about, I did that 2014 DC. So it went like 1200 players deep. Woof. I drafted Stefanik in that. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah.
4: <laughs> cool. Well- Talking about the Angels, there are two other guys on the Angels that I think are really interesting too. Um, I know one of them's starting to get a little talked about yep. Matt Dice. But yeah. the other guy no one seems to talk about, and I get it because their outfield is loaded, is Taylor Walls or Taylor Ward, sorry, not Walls. Um, but the thing I was thinking about it is you have Upton who who's gotten hurt in the past, Trout gotten hurt in the past. Um, I think Marsh was even hurt last year. Is that correct? And uh, as you said, Rendon, we don't know if he's going to be healthy and Ward can play third too. And I think Ward had a... He's projected being the minors, but he had a very quiet one. I think it was 110 WRC plus. So he was an above average hitter and it was just very quiet under the radar. The dude's got power. He's got speed. I mean, there's easy 2020 potential there with plate discipline. So... Definitely someone to watch, I guess, because the injuries for the Angels, I think that's what, one of the things that's really kept them back, that and the pitching. So someone that, you know, if he gets a full year of playing time, I'd say maybe – I'd say the line probably would be about 25-15 um, with a 250 batting average and wow. double-digit walk rate.
0: Well, you said you mentioned the pitching and the injuries. I think Syndergaard sells both of those, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, i mean dude, i was laughing though the other day i was like they have almost they have basically three and a half legit two-way players there with uh otani lorenzen walsh and cinder i count cinder as half because he's actually not bad with the bat <laughs>
0: it's not a bad observation yeah um jake do you have anyone else uh
2: your turn uh I I tend to look at if I'm going to draft an offensive player in this range, I tend to look at teams that have, you know, subpar offensive lineups looking for uh, possible paths to playing time. Um, The pirates is a team that I kind of look at uh, a lot for their, their middle infield and outfield options. Um, I mean, there's, there's a couple guys in there. Uh, I'll throw out uh, a guy that they traded for last year from the Padres gave a, gave a few at bats in the majors and their middle infield situation. So, so poor that, uh, there could be some some room for uh, Tekupita to Mark- Marcano to get in there. Um, guy that has a, a decent amount of speed. It, it's another speed play kind of kind of as Dave alluded to earlier with Greg Allen on the Pirates. Um, and there's there's a lot of room for him to get in there. He's he's a guy that's running the minors. His success rate wasn't that great in the low minors, and then it, it uh, improved a decent amount as he moved up to Triple A. Uh, and he's on the 40 man. He played in the in the majors last year, so he has a little bit of experience and there's a lot of bad options there. So he can, he can sneak himself in there. He's got a pretty solid, uh, solid walk rate as well. As I try to look again, make sure Fangrass gets rid of their ads for, for stuff. Yeah. He's in the teens, the last, uh, all last season in the minors and in the majors. So not too bad of a stab at, you know, 720 ADP somewhere in there.
0: Yeah. He was on my, uh, my list with
1: Mike actually in the battle of the pods.
0: No, like when I was on Mike's podcast on I the pod, a, I gave yep. a list, or of, I uh, mean on the pod, yeah, 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 he was on my list of players for sure. Anyone else want to take a couple shots here? Right.
1: I, I like Jake McCarthy, um, he's a guy who, uh, definitely has he'll strike out a lot, um, but he also can hit some home runs. He hit uh 17 last year between double AA, A, triple A and the majors, and he stole uh 32 mm-hmm. bases so. Another guy who's who's a a good power speed guy if he can just get the at bats and I I just feel like Arizona has no reason to keep you know David Peralta getting giving him at bats and uh, you know I'm I don't think Pavin Smith is very good Seth Beer is coming off of a shoulder injury I don't know that he's going to be able to DH right away they don't have really anybody on the bench other than your boy Cooper Hummel so I don't know it's like what what they have a lot of places that they can give Jake McCarthy at bats so.
3: Yeah, yeah Jake, Jake McCarthy is fast as hell.
1: He's yeah. also Fairchild there, too. They've got a lot of guys. That's true. He's interesting also.
0: I got Seth Beer, I think, was on your list, Joe. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's post 600, but he's
2: definitely pretty close.
4: So, I think it, I looked him up. He was either at 600 or like
2: 550. Yeah. Um, 560 in second half of January. Is he hurt, though? Yeah,
0: five, I heard six, he had like a, a surgery on his shoulder. I don't know if he's going to be yeah. 100%.
1: That's what I just said. Oh, right. sorry. They yeah. need the DH for him for sure yeah he can't play the field, so he's pretty one dimensional I think he might be there for the second half. I don't know how involved he'll be in the first half like I think his d c play beer is fine, but I probably won't be taking him
4: and you guys already mentioned yep man i I'll, I'll tell you i'm I live in Nashville and I gotta watch him play last year, and that dude every game I went to he was getting like an extra base hit, and he's oh, got that kid that kid fucking rakes yeah, I know he's gonna <laughs> he's just so underrated right now. <laughs>
1: You might have to bleep you might have to bleep this out because uh Graham didn't want this getting out. So, <laughs> yeah, this,
3: this, this I can't <laughs> I can't believe what happened. Like Ryan Venacio or Vin Venacious, He like forty third round sniped me on him and i was like i messaged him because we've been chatting the whole draft i was like did zach tell you like fuck you like fuck you dude and he's like he's like i thought you might know he's like that's why i jumped him i was like you're a fucking asshole it's probably because he posted it because
0: after joe posted it and then ryan responded to it and i hid both the comments in twitter so no one could see it (laughs) so if you look at the conversation it says this comment is hidden by the original author um, so I think, yeah, uh, Venancio must have known that, like, he made it public. So he's like, i better snag this guy. But no, I did not. <laughs> I did not um, break our uh, the, the circle of trust. Ground.
3: The real the real dope thing about... The one
4: thing, too, that I really like, and this is how I kind of got on Dylan Moore beforehand, because I didn't know who Dylan Moore was till the Mariners actually signed him. But the reason I started looking at Dylan Moore was because they signed him to a major league contract. They didn't get signed to a major league contract, but they traded... For him, which means they want to play him. It doesn't seem like he's just going to be a Triple A guy.
0: Switch might her, have, to, have to leap
3: this whole segment. Out. Third baseman, left fielder, DH man. He's going to get so much play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this might be this
0: might be like a Phil Deso episode where we bleep out his guy. I
3: don't
0: know if Joe. I don't know if
3: Joe.
1: Yeah, um, Graham, are you going to be okay over there, buddy? You're getting all hot and bothered. He's very here. sweaty. Yo, yeah, I, I am sweaty. I was he's so mad when it happened so when much. it came
3: on. I was so. Joe, mad. Do you know who?
0: you know who um, Phil Deso's guy was? Is next Robbie Ray? It was like, like
1: Levan yes. Hernandez. Yes, I do. I mean, do I I know <laughs> I know who is next Robbie Ray is. Who do you, who is it? I mean, do you do you want me to say? I mean, he told me what he said.
0: Oh yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> he didn't say a name. He just put a bleep <laughs> in there. Oh, no, he, he actually did say a name. Oh, that's true. He did say a name, but I think it was Eduardo Escobar.
0: No, it was Enrique Hernandez.
1: Oh Enrique Hernandez, sorry. <laughs> yes, and I
0: I purposely left in the EZ. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Gig the, the jigs up. There wasn't there wasn't a Robin.
1: Oh my gosh. You had us it, so full. It, we had know. no idea. Oh my gosh,
0: the betrayal. All right, who's up? You want to keep going here? Um,
3: <laughs> okay, what, okay. Do you guys, what
0: do you guys think about Mark Leiter Jr.? I'm interested in what Joe has to say about that. He's looking at me confused. He had like For redraft. Three, we talking redraft, not Jack Leiter, Mark Leiter Jr., the third. Yeah, I know. I think they're For talking about DCs. Yeah, Ooh,
1: Perdice, wow. yeah,
2: he, um, he is a college pitcher, so he crushed he that. crushed
0: the minors last year. Um, yeah, I think he, he had Tommy John, um, previous to that. Um, really good, really good in, um, in uh, 2021 in the minors. Never came up. I think he was with Detroit, and then now he's with the Cubs. Cubs don't really have. A lot blocking him in that rotation. I don't think. Well, I haven't looked at it. I, think, I don't think at Hendricks and Strowman and Alzway. I don't know who else. Who else in the team?
1: Let's see. I'm looking at it right now. I haven't looked at Mark Leiter in a while. So I just think for me, I what only take pros- the I only take prospects if I'm pretty damn sure that we're gonna be up yeah, at he's least. Not a 27. He's 27 now. So
2: is he? I thought he was like 30. Yeah. Uh 28. Is he? Okay. Still,
4: it looks like the shape on the fastball is decent, but the velo is not there. This looks like he's a command guy,
0: isn't he? I don't know. I just looked at the stats the round 50 pick. The stats
2: were. Oh my God, he is 31. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right. 31. This is uh, the Cubs 31. have Stroman yeah.
0: Hendricks, Wade Miley, Alzale, Alec Mills. So he could take Alec Mills' spot if he, if like my wish and a hope and a prayer that's never going to happen. <laughs> Mark, like
4: his secondaries don't look bad but i was talking about actually i just was talking about this today on twitter i'm really scared of guys that don't have at least like average fastballs because that you're or i should say primary pitch um because that's where you're going to go in the zone with and that's where you're going to need to get called strikes with and you could throw the secondaries get some swings and misses but at one point you're going to have to go back in the zone so like Alex Cobb for instance, I don't know if that if I'm picking on anyone's boy, but I think he's going to have a pretty high swing strike rate and probably actually get a couple whiffs, but that sinker is going to hurt his strike rate. So his swing strike rate and whiff rate are probably going to be better than his actual K rate suggests.
0: So mm-hmm. Lighter had a like a 12 K9. Yeah.
2: In yeah, Triple more like eleven point three somewhere in there.
0: Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, I was, um, you, I was waiting. I was waiting the Double A too heavily. Still, um, that's a
2: lot of innings for not throwing for. Two so yeah, years.
0: just look at the Triple A. He threw twenty five innings in Double A. Then he went up to Triple A, eighty nine innings, um, eleven K nine, three point three four ERA with a comparable xPip. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how hard he was throwing though.
4: Yeah, last year, we don't know. The only data I have is from 2018. So, yeah, well, Yeah, if he had, if he's, if he's like pumping 93 now, then that's really good. Um,
0: I don't know. That's 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 the question. I, I was I was googling this. I want to know how hard he's throwing. And why was he never called up? I guess with Detroit, they didn't. They had they, they had they had, too many, they had too many guys there anyways.
2: Yeah, and then they let him. They let him walk. Now he's back with the. I mean, well, no, he's, he was never... Was he on the Cubs? In, no, he was in right Philly,
0: Philly, Philly. Philly and... That's it. Philly, oh, okay. then he was in Detroit after Tommy John. Um, and then now he's with the Cubs. Never really hmm. got a shot after the Tommy John, but he's been really good in the minor leagues. And there'd be no reason if he was good to hold him down. That's the one good thing about him. Like, like, that's like interesting. If you look at, like, like at other prospects, like you worry about them holding him down, but like he's on a pretty bad team if he's good. Give him a shot, right?
2: He's he's the type of pitcher the Cubs like, it seems like. Yeah, he's been gone for so long that I totally forgot he existed.
3: Guy I kind of like, and this could be a zero, but you don't have to pay really to figure it out, is Dan Straley.
2: Ah, Dave, oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah.
1: Dave, that's your boy.
2: No, I know. I said. That's a, that's a guy. I mean, he's looking to come back and, you know, uh, wasn't wasn't major improvements overseas, but he was in a, a I mean he was in Korea, so that's that's a a more pitcher or a hitter friendly uh, or that's a more average friendly uh, league and he didn't do too badly uh, recovered some strikeout rate um, yeah it's it's worth a shot he I mean, still had
1: going... a four ERA I, yeah it doesn't really excite me.
3: Yeah, but uh, if you if you go back in podcast history and listen to Alex Fast talk to him about pitching when he first moved to Korea, and just get to know Dan Straley the person, you want him on your fantasy team.
1: Uh, that's absolutely how I draft my teams.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's
2: a it's a, a contact driven league, so I can I can give him a little bit of a pass, uh, maybe a little. Uh, I don't I don't I haven't looked at the uh, baseball reference or. Uh, Asian stats for him. So,
0: so I looked at his stats from before he he went over to Asia. They weren't good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this just in. He's not good. <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm looking for production. I'm not looking to take a bunch of prospects in DCs. I I want to take guys who I think I can throw in if I need them. Um, you I, might I not like, get production.
0: You might get destruction.
1: Yeah, that that's true too. Um, I I usually. I I draft a couple of uh, Indians prospects because I think that they're going to be up soon in Steven Kwan and uh, Cody Morris. But other than that, there's not a lot of uh, prospects out there that I'm interested in. Yeah. You're you're a homer. I know the Indian system. I'm just just joking. No, I I know. I just, I I don't, I I don't have your guys' depth of knowledge of all of the teams like you guys do. So I, I just, I stick with what I know and I know that the opportunities are going to be there. All
0: right. So let's end it off. Joe, hit us with like your last two
4: last two let your me fa- your favorite two there.
0: that you haven't talked about
4: um one of them is returning from uh i think he had tommy john surgery but he's free and it's corbin martin um right now uh fangrass hasn't projected to be in the minors but i forget there's whoever their fifth pitcher is isn't going to keep him back oh tyler gilbert i i think martin's way better than gilbert um He did struggle, but the secondaries and the the fastball is pretty good. It did lose some velo last year, but fastball is good. The secondaries are great. This is a guy that was a top 100 prospect at one time, and he's basically free in drafts. And you know, they traded Grinke for this guy, so they're definitely going to give him another shot.
0: Yeah, no, I like that call. I had a lot of him last year. He's a guy like that I sort of um, got off of this year because uh, didn't work out last year. Yeah, yeah, those right.
2: those first couple starts, he got absolutely pounded. Uh, but he was. He was coming off of Tommy John. So, you know, that's generally not a year you want to throw guys out there unless they're maybe a Verlander or something like that, anyway. So
0: right. Okay, so what uh one more, one more, Joe.
4: One more, one more. Let's see. Uh choose wisely. How about I don't know if you guys have talked about him. Spencer Howard going over to the Rangers.
0: We have not talked about him. No, that's
4: a good one. <laughs> He, I think he's right at pick one six hundred. Fastball's still good. The slider's great. He's got a good changeup. the The command is iffy at times. For pick six hundred, this is a guy that could finish as a top fifty starting pitcher that is pretty much free. And Texas does not have many arms to keep him back.
1: So I guess the question is, what are they? What are they doing with him? Like, why is it always these? You know two, three, four innings and never, he never went five one time last year. Like why, why not give him a shot to go deeper?
4: I'm guessing, I mean, short in 2020. And he, I believe he has an injury history, but the thing is his repertoire, like he can go north, south, and I believe east and west as well with his pitches. So essentially his pitches suggest that he can go deep into games because he can work batters different ways. That's why last year with Bueller, I thought Bueller could be actually an innings guy, even though he played on the Dodgers because he can work for different planes and attack hitters in different angles. So if Spencer Howard can do that and the Rangers just let him pitch, he could actually get a fair amount of innings.
1: He needs to throw his fastball less too. Like he doesn't throw any pitch over 14% other than his fastball, which he throws 61%. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if he makes some changes and they let him go deeper, it seems like a, Solid pick for that point in the draft, and yeah. that
2: could have been the fact that he was throwing less innings as well, so he didn't yeah. mix things up as much.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. Tell, he tell, was... Me,
0: tell me this: Why are people drafting Glenn Otto over Spencer Howard? Because I would I would think that Spencer Howard has the first crack at the rotation. Glenn Otto, people are looking at his AA stats where he struck out a shitload of players, but then he wasn't as good in AAA and. He had one good start in the majors, but then I don't know, um, Joe, or if you're in one of these drafts, are you taking Spencer Howard or Glenn Otto?
4: Spencer Howard. I'm guessing people are drafting Glenn Otto because of, I think he had crazy strikeout and walk rates in the minors, but.
0: He did in double it.
4: Yeah. He okay. like just ridiculous, but Spencer Howard, like you look at the arsenal itself and it, it just screams potential breakout. Um, and yeah, I'm looking at it right now. He's got. Six different pitches he can work with. And as you said, the fastball, he just threw so much. And I'm wondering if he could have been throwing the fastball last year because he was was struggling with command. So if you're struggling with command, you're going to go to your primary pitch. But his secondaries are, like, just nasty. The slider, the changeup. The dude could be, as I said, a top 50 pitcher. It's kind of – if I was betting on someone to be this year's Dylan Cease, this would be my guy. Wow.
0: Wow. We can't air any of
3: this. (laughs) He had, he had some absolutely (laughs) terrible things to say about the Phillies too. Once he got traded. Really? Yeah, there was, uh, I can't remember if it was in the athletic or where it was, but I remember that they asked him like how, like just what he thought of the way that they handled him. And he was basically like, 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 they didn't handle me. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, there was never really a plan. Hmm. Like, just as to how he was getting jerked around from the pen to the rotation. And, like, they kind of rushed him, right? Like, they rushed him up to the majors to put him in the pen. And then they were like, oh, no, now you're starting. Like, there was a whole thing for, like, three years where they just fucking had him up and down, stretching out, going back to the pen, back to the rotation. And then he had the shoulder problem. So, like, he's never really got right since he became an upper minors prospect really
2: i thought you were alluding to the conspiracy theories in the clubhouse last year so
3: oh the covid ones
2: (laughs) i will say um i heard from a
4: former uh pitcher that you know those being a starting pitcher that five day span you have like a routine so if they break you out of that routine it really messes you up um because this guy he he was a rookie, he was doing great. Um, he still one rookie of the year, but he was doing great. And they said, All right, we gotta do an innings limit, so we're gonna pitch you every six days. And once they started moving him to the six days, then he actually started struggling because it's a whole different routine that he had to follow.
0: Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting.
3: Yeah, and I know how like they uh they were, when, once he's gone to Texas, they were, they basically told him, I think the reason for his shortened outings was they were basically like, go back to doing like your delivery and your repertoire from when you were a prospect because Philly fucked with him. I remember, I- I
0: remember Bryce Harper was uh, saying, if they don't get this kid up uh, in his rookie year within a week, there's, we got problems because how uh, Bryce Harper was saying how amazing he was. And then yeah, it didn't work out that year. I think that was a short season. Right. Um, but, uh, I, I, I like that call. I think Graham, me and you drafted him in their first draft, right. Then we, yeah, did, we did the first DC and we took him. Um, so yeah, let's, um, so thanks, Joe. Thanks for, um, giving us that list. I know we have, we had more players on the list, but that was awesome. And, uh, no, of course. Up, up to you, if you want to stick around, we're going to talk a little bit more. So you're yeah. more than welcome to stick around We've got some questions for Dave and Jake.